It's Dothan High School Wolf Football on your home for great country legends. 96.9 The Legend. And now it's the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. I am Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer of Dothan Wolves Football, right here on 96.9 The Legend. Each week, Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert sit down with Dothan Wolves head coach Jed Kennedy to look back at the previous game and preview the upcoming opponent. Tonight, Coach Kennedy will look back at the Dothan Wolves 28-27 double overtime loss to the Auburn High Tigers and look ahead to tomorrow night's matchup with the Prattville Lions. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we'll be joined by head coach Jed Kennedy right here on 96.9 The Legend. Welcome in, everybody, to the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show right here on 96.9 The Legend. I am Philip Jordan filling in for Jerry Coleman this week. He is out on the road, uh, as of course, as always, Ken Lambert on here with us. And uh, as always, uh, Coach Kennedy is here with us. And uh, Coach Kennedy can just jump into it. Last Friday night didn't end the way the, the Wolves wanted to. Just uh, just your, your thoughts on last Friday night's game with Auburn High Tigers. Yeah, obviously um... – it was a great football game, you know, to lose in double overtime to a really one of the best programs in the state, regardless of classification. They've been in the state finals the last six or seven years, or the semifinals the last six or seven years, two played for two state titles. So, you know, we had we had two chances to win it on one play. We had a field goal at the end of regulation and decided to go for two in the second overtime. And, you know, I'm proud of our kids. We're showing improvement. Um, you know, if you look at where we've come in 365 days, with that being said, we're not a we're not a, a program that believes in moral victories. Um, we play the game to win, and uh, you know we just didn't quite make enough plays at the end to get that victory. But with that being said, I'm certainly proud of our kids with the j- just the tenacity they played in, the physicality, the um, you know every time we get an opportunity to play in a big game and compete, um, we grow as a football program and. Um, you know, certainly excited and excited to see where that propels us here the rest of the season. Coach, uh, some of those words I jotted down, obviously, and I, I thought it was a great high school football game on Friday night. And as you mentioned, just a couple of yards away from being an outstanding high school football game. Uh, I thought back to last week and you talked about this Auburn defense and how difficult it is to put together sustained drives. But you guys uh, had a total of 67 plays, 62 of those on the ground. One of those drives started back from your five-yard line after, a, I think, a motion penalty. So you you were really able to put together some of those drives more than once. And I thought the offense and defense, really all around, outstanding play. But uh, offensively, boy, really stepped up when you needed to. Yeah, you know, we talked about that as far as you, you have to get first downs against them. Um you know, and you have to prevent the big play. And those are really two things we did. They didn't have a, a big play against us. You know, I think they had one explosive play over 15 yards. And we had 22 first downs. So we were able to convert some third downs and keep some drives going. But uh, like I said, it, you know, the kids battled. And they, um, you know, they they, they 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 went into that game knowing that, that if we played well, we had a chance to beat them. And, you know, sometimes, you know, even though we didn't get the win, maybe this is a little bit of confidence. Um, for us that can kind of hopefully help kickstart, or I should say, kind of be a little shot in the arm here and kickstart things, you know, as we get to, into really what's a brutal, tough, uh, brutal part of our schedule when it comes to region matchups. Uh, Coach, uh, on, the, with their, on their side, uh, defensively, of course, it, it, Jackson Kilgore was out, their quarterback, and then they're going with more of, I guess, a wildcat 
end nation coming in more of a they're not throwing the ball like we're used to seeing Auburn run the ball. Uh, when did you guys know that was going to be a possibility of that situation? Well, and we, how, we how, how did it change? He, we had heard that he got hurt um, uh, in the enterprise game. We heard that, you know, that night. So we knew, but you know, we went in and we actually had two plans all week. We had a plan as if the kid had played. I've been doing this long and know long enough to know that right when you start planning on somebody not to be there, all of a sudden you, you, you see them in warmups. And, and the reality is a program like Auburn that has 160 kids in 10th through 12th grade all for football, they're going to have another kid in the program that can play quarterback. So um, we, we prepared for that, but we also had a plan, you know, in our gut, we were right. We said, you know, if, if who's one of the best offensive players they have, it's the nation kid. And we said, what would be the easiest thing would be to put him at quarterback. So, we were, we were right about that and thought we had a good plan. I thought they wore us down a little bit at the end, started leaning on us. Um, you know, we had, you know, Michael Johnson only played a, a few plays with his knee and we decided to pull him out. And, you know, so we, we don't have a lot of depth at that position to start with. And then we started, you know, taking one of our better defensive players out. You know, like I said, I think they just, you know, just kind of started wearing us down and, you know, they had a tough goal at the beginning. And uh, I think as the game went on, you started seeing that they were able to kind of, you know, kind of take it to us off the edge, you know, with their run game. And, um, you know, our kids fought and we made some plays and, you know, fortunately just needed to make one more. Yeah. Coach, credit to your team. I, I think uh, especially you get into double overtime, there were a lot of hands on hips there. And I, I noticed that the Auburn D line, those two big defensive linemen, it's hard to run away from one. You run into the other one, but they – we're trying to substitute there as well. But uh, I was going to mention, I thought great time management there at the end of regulation. I know you wish you had one more time out in your pocket, but you managed it well to get down there uh, and try to stop the clock. You kicked it to play earlier than you really wanted to because you couldn't stop the clock. But And we couldn't tell. Was that was the ball tipped? Was the field goal tipped or it was just a miss? It was. Yeah. No, it was. You know, when it came, I, I didn't see that at the time. Um you know, they hurdle our offensive linemen, which you're not supposed to do, which that's frustrating, and that's the kid that tipped it. But, you know, you can just tell Wesley's one of the best kickers in the state and the way the ball knuckled out, um, you know. And, and when you go back, you know, we thought about taking one more shot. You know, we were we were struggling blocking them up front when we threw the football. And the worst thing that could have happened was, A, we took a sack, so we lost yardage. But the second thing was, it is hard in high school football when you get under 20 seconds to run a play – get people off the field, get people on the field, and, and put your best foot forward when it comes to kicking. So, you know, that's why we kicked it on second down with 17 seconds left. It let us take our time. It let, let us get situated. And like I said, unfortunately, you know, I think they uh, probably got away with one with jumping over the line. But, hey, it is what it is. You get some, you don't get some. And uh, um, yeah. so that's what happened there. You know, and when you, when you go back to the touchdown before that, you know, when we used two timeouts. It was an interesting thing. You know, our plan was, you know, we, we, we run different formations every time we score. And if they gave us the numbers, we were going to go for two. And, uh, you know, right at the end, we the, the numbers weren't there. We called the first time out. And, you know, I looked at the kids and the kids said, Coach, let's go for two. Um, so we made a play call, went out there. And, you know, I'm always going to follow our kids. The problem was we had about the worst play call for the front they were in. So we had to spend a second time out. But, you know, that's on me. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not someone who coaches with regrets. You know, I could sit here and, you know, say 10 or 15 things I wish we could have, should have, but, you know. Yeah, well, and, that, and that's a follow-up question while, while you're on that subject because I was thinking, and I, I was going to ask that. I know that you were kind of looking each time how they were going to match up with whatever formation you came out. And so I was curious when you got down to the to the last call of which 
everybody was in agreement, I thought, to go for two. Was it that you felt like you had the numbers or was it just one of those where, hey, we can we can win this in one play right here? You know, I think it's two things. Number one, um, you know, I thought they were starting to wear us out a little bit. We were on defense. I talked about that. Um, you know, so I knew that us getting that stop from the 10 yards in, you know, we're one of the few high schools that does that. Most places start from the 25 and work in. Um, so w- when they're getting three, four yards at a clip, um, you know, really untouched. And like I said, it was just one of those things where, you know, they kind of wore us out on that side a little bit. Um, uh, if, if someone told me you have a chance in one play to beat the number five team in the state, I'm going to do it more times than not. The reality is we were the underdogs going in. And if you're the underdog and they say you got one play to do it, what happened, you know, we had a timeout left. So we took a, we tried to hard count to get them to jump off sides and plus see the look they were in. If you look back to that play, they had two stud defensive linemen, number zero, number 11. They had them on the weak side. Um, So we came out, you know, we called a play, which we had had, you know, we we killed them with the counter game the whole time. Well, obviously running the counter at at those two people is not a good idea. You know, so we kind of put our counter off of our counter, which we we had great success with. Well, they flipped their two kids over there. Um, We still had it blocked out. I think if we could have maybe bounced to the outside, would have had a shot at it. But again, our kids played their butts off. Um, there, there is, you know, we could sit here and talk about coulda, shoulda, wouldas all night, but yeah. you know, like I said, if someone would have told people, Hey, enterprise is going to have a chance to win it in double overtime by going it for two. I don't know how many people would have thought that was, that that was realistic, but you know, we, we put ourselves in that position because we had a great week of practice. Um, thought we had a great plan. Our kids played their butts off. They executed the plan. And, and again, those are just things that we talk about building on as we continue to turn this program around. You know, we don't want anyone to be more physical than we do. Um, we, we don't want anybody um, to play harder than we do. And I thought Friday night we won both of those. I thought I thought we wore them out. Um, you know, they were, like you said, a lot of hands on the hip, subbing guys in and out. Um, but like I said, unfortunately, came up one play short. Yeah. Uh, Coach, I want to talk about quarterback Sam Broadway. Now, he, a lot of tough runs in the game, part of the run game, and then a couple throws he made to the, the early one after the interception. You guys were backed up deep, the 45 yard pass to, to Corbett down. And of course, the the play and the throw that got you guys in the field goal position there toward the end of regulation. Just the uh, performance of your quarterback on Friday night. Well, he's a great athlete. He's one of the best athletes in our team. He's a He was voted team captain as a sophomore, so it tells you what kind of person he is. He's run the ball extremely well, has a great arm, going to only continue to get better. We would have liked to throw the ball a little more. Like I said, I was a little disappointed with our pass protection, and their front was part of that. I mean, they have two really, really good players. And uh, um, But with that being said, you know, we're going to continue to to build on things. You know, we this week we've continued to work on us throwing the football We've shown at times how good we can um, how good we can throw it. We've got really good receivers. Um, you know, we targeted Jay, uh, Jalen Corbett three times, made three great catches. But you know, Sam's obviously you can you can have all the great routes in the world. If you don't have somebody that can get it there, it doesn't matter. And I think Sam's um, in the infancy stages of how good he can really be at that position. Yeah, with him, I you know, coach, I, I said several times after he ran each time, I was telling the the radio crew that I was like, look, he is not sliding, he is not shying away, he is he is a hard runner in there to be, you know, he he's not the biggest of guys, but uh, really like the way that he ran, and on that, uh, I, I thought a great job really by by both of your running backs from AJ and Tamirian. You could tell that you know the speed of the Auburn defense; they kind of realized getting the edge on them was not going to be 
uh, a huge advantage, but I thought their vision, and you talk about the counterplay, to be able to cut back, and that's where those big runs came in. They just really knew when to put their foot in the ground and get north and south. Yeah, they did. You know, and that's what we talked to those guys about is there, there'll be time for the big run. And I thought, you know, again, Tamarian had a couple times where missed it by a shoelace, that long run. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's starting to see how special A.J. Alexander is. Man, he's going to be good. Runs really hard. And he's one of those kids, if you got two yards to go, he's going to get three. But, uh, you know, those guys did a good job of just, you know, staying inside of the system and and, and and plugging away. And I think, you know, if you look at it, you know, A.J. had 20-some carries. P.D. had 20-some carries. And if you take uh, Jaden Barnes and Sam Broadaway and mix them together, you know, they had about 15 carries between them. So, really, we took took the 60 carries and, and split them up between three positions pretty equally. And I think when you have all three of those things going, um, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty tough offense to defend. And, uh, you know, if you look at last year, you know, Tamarian got some yards, but it was really the Raymond Blackman show. And I think when we can kind of get all heads of this thing going with the addition of throwing the football, I think we can be pretty good offensively. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell the difference after the big pass, uh, how that kind of loosened up a little bit. Uh, I mean, that was a gutsy call, obviously, from back in you know, deep in your own territory. And he threw a strike uh, there to Corbett. So, and, and you could tell how that, I think, kind of loosened things up. So, obviously, uh, he's capable. That was evident. All right, everybody, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, when we return, we'll look ahead uh, to tomorrow night's matchup with the Prattville Lions. You're listening to the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show on 96.9 The Legend. All right, welcome back into the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show right here on 96.9 The Legend. And tomorrow night, the Dothan Wolves will be at home again playing the Prattville Lions in another 7-8 Region 2 matchup. And, uh, Coach, just, just looking at the Lions, uh, what you've seen, uh, what sticks out to you uh, about this team? Well, number one, they've got a great running back. Um, Kid's great, runs downhill, um, probably their best offensive player. They had a kid who's a really good skill kid, last name Blue, uh, hurt his arm against Foley in week one, preparing as if he's going to be back. He did not play last week against Smith Station. You know, I think the thing about Prattville, I think, I mean, it it is one of the the great prideful tradition programs in this state, and they've got a lot of pride there. They got – you know, kind of got got beat up pretty good against Foley on week one. Then they had a, a, a bye week, their open week, which is very unique to have that as the second week of the season. Then came out and, and really did anything they wanted to against Smith Station. And if you look back to last year, they had things started out rough. They lost to Smith Station, locked up, lost to us, and really got on a roll. But you know, there's the you know they're just a good football team. They don't beat themselves. You have to go out and beat them. They play extremely hard. Um, I mean, they're they're going to be tough, hard nosed kids. They they have always matched up to our brand of football. I think that that's why I say that. Even if you look back to our three years at Enterprise, it's never been high-scoring affairs. They've been slugfests, um, teams trying to run the football and um, teams being physical. And, you know, it's just – it's a huge, huge game when you look at our region and uh, what's ahead for, for both of us with who we play and, and, and really a, a must-win type game. Not that if you don't win, you, you can't be a playoff team, but – but if you win this game, you kind of really stay in that driver's seat to become a playoff team. And if you lose, you're kind of in the back seat, you know, trying to fight to get back to the front seat. Uh, I was thinking along with you, Coach. We're already – I mean, we're just in the third region game and we are in that uh, almost must-win situation. And you can see now it's going to be week to week how you're going to see 
jockeying back and forth. Yeah, Prattville goes down and loses to we know is a, is a good Foley team and a physical Foley team down there that first week. And to me, when I think of Prattville, I've always thought about good defense, good linebackers, always big and physical. Uh, I didn't know. Does that seem to be? You, you've mentioned that, but that what, how does their defense look this year? You know, you know they graduated a lot from the front. You know, it's one of those places where they just seem to repl- just replenish them. I mean, they've got a sophomore who's been offered by Georgia, so I think that tells you his skill set. I mean, they're they're big, and uh, just just big, tough, and like I said, really kind of built to, to defend what we do. So we've got some things in this week that we worked on that we really like, but you know, I think it's going to be a great matchup. And and, and like I said, it's when you start getting to the third, fourth region game, th- th- things start kind of the picture starts getting painted and uh you know Opelika's undefeated you know they play centrals undefeated tomorrow that's going to start kind of kind of sorting that stuff out and uh you know so when tomorrow night ends you know we're either going to be like I said the nose of the dog or the tail of the dog when it comes to this playoff race and uh um you know like I said I love our kids we've had a great week of practice after what was a tough loss last week we talked about it on on Sunday at, at practice for about five minutes. And we said we can either, you know, kind of sit back and have be the big letdown after the big game, or we can use it to motivate us and, and, and like I said, kickstart us into something special. And I'm pretty confident that the latter is what's going to happen. Yeah, that's uh, – I thought about last year. Of course, that game, we, we played it a, a day early, went up there because of, of uh, weather and ended up had I don't know how long a rain delay and pouring rain, but then – the stands cleared, and, and then only the Dothan fans hung around. But uh, you end up coming back out. I think it was either a fumble return or interception return that uh, ended up giving us the lead there. So I'm sure that's that's going to be reminded to them as they make the trip down. But uh, you know, this is a team you talked about just their history, five state titles. Uh, always been a really good defensive team. So I think it'll be another really good, interesting battle uh, at Rip Hughes on Friday night. Well, I think it's, you know, I just, you know, before I talk about that, you know, I mean, what, what, what a great atmosphere again on Friday night for our kids to play in against Auburn. Um, you know, it's, it's, I tell kids all the time, you know, it's not everybody in America gets to experience that great crowd. Um, both, both fan bases were into it. Both bands were loud. Um, I mean, just what a, you know, and, and what excites me is I remember last year, you know, we had some good crowds and, you know, people say, man, it's the best crowd we've had in a while, and that's really beginning to be the normal. And I, and when I took this job, I said, people are going to love how our kids play. Uh, people are going to love how hard they play. It's going to be a team that, that you can be proud of and a program you can be proud of. And I think that that we're showing the city of Dothan of that. And I just just so grateful for the, the support they've shown our kids. And uh, we'll need another big crowd tomorrow, as we know Pratt will always travel as well. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, it's going to be another fun one. Yeah, I had a friend I invited out. Uh, he had never, he had not seen a Dothan game in, in years. I said, man, you need to come watch this team. And he came out Friday night, talked to him afterwards. He goes, Ken, I'll be back next week for the Prattville game. So he's hooked now. So the great atmosphere, great football. Yes, sir. Oh, I was, because uh, I was looking at some some highlights from the Smith Station game that Prattville just played. It looks like to me they like to feature the tight ends. Got two of them, Colin Seegers and Clayton uh, Bowrider. Uh, has that stuck out to you? And, and how do you uh, defense that with a team that does like to use tight ends as it seemed like they may do? Yeah, it is. I think, you know, number one, you know, that seems to be their go-to target, especially with, you know, the blue kid not being there. Um, but, uh you know, what's crazy is you look at football, not a lot of people even play with tight ends anymore. You know, so that's kind of the one little different element that we've had. We're going to have to get our hands on. We're going to have to be physical. 
you know, and for me, the number one way to take away a quarterback or take away a tight end or really any receiver is to put put pressure on a quarterback and make them make tough, contested, under-pressure throws. So that'll be, um, you know, certainly our defense had a good week and, and feel prepared for the different formations. Um, you know, again, I think they're another team that, you know, last year, about midway through the year, they took one of their best athletes on defense and put them over on offense. You know, so that's the one good thing about the Auburn Auburn game is it kind of gave our kids a chance to prepare for somebody if they go to that type of wildcat look like Prattville did last year. We've had, you know, we worked on that. But, again, they got a good little young quarterback and um, certainly got some good tight ends. Number seven, their corner, um, he'll be as good as we go against all year. So, um, certainly have our work, for, work, work, work cut out for us. But, you know, I certainly like the pieces that we have matched up against them also. Well, Coach, it's good to hear you all had a good week of practice. We talked about – we saw a lot of obviously disappointed faces, players and coaches alike, because you guys had worked so hard and, and let and the old saying left everything on the field, you could tell. And so uh, I think I made the comment, I'm, I'm sure you guys will give them Friday night to kind of lick your wounds. And so you've now you've had this week to, to kind of think about Prattville. Uh, and I know you, you said no moral victories, but, you know, the way – look, we got to see Auburn twice last year, so – now you know, hey, we can go toe-to-toe with those guys and the best in the state. And I think that is uh, that goes a long way. And these guys realize that they can they can be something special. So uh, congratulations uh, on how hard you guys have worked. And I think uh, think you, you're on an on a excellent track here. Well, we're excited. You know, and, and the message we had with our kids, it was kind of the message we had all last year. And we talked about it this week, you know, but believing is seeing. And before you can beat a team like that, or be an opportunity to beat a team like that, you've got to believe that you can do it. And, and our kids went into that game believing that, you know, that they, they could beat them. And, uh, you know, if you look at the scores the last four or five times, you know, Dothan High has played Auburn, you know, there really hasn't been a close game at all, you know. And, uh, you know, the fact that our kids are, you know, when, when they put in the work that they've put in to, to, to go in with belief, belief and confidence is, a, is an unbelievable thing. Um, especially with 15, 16, 17-year-old kids. And, um, you know, like I said, we saw that, you know, and again, as the game went on, the confidence kept building. And and our job as coaches is to make sure that we continue to carry that on and, uh, you know, build on that and just, you know, j- just be the football team each week that we know we're capable of being. You know, Coach, as we head in, you know, into tomorrow game against the Prattville Lions, you know, and here people listen here on the radio tonight. Oh, uh, what should be coming out? If they haven't checked out a Dothan Wolves game, we talked a lot about it here too as well. Why they should, the excitement, the level of play they're going to see. But uh, what else, you know, that and just what else is going on around the Dothan Wolves football program? Well, I just think, you know, number one, it's 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 a, you know, people love football. It's it's a it's a high brand of football in 7A. I mean, every time that that we step on that field, whether it's from our team or other teams, there's going to be multiple um, college college prospects. We talked about they have a defensive end that's that's already been offered by Georgia, so you get a chance to watch players that you know someday you'll be watching on Saturdays. I think you know for 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 ten dollars, what great entertainment, and it, it's just an awesome atmosphere. And I think that it's you know to me there is nothing like supporting you know, the local public high school. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, like I said, it's been awesome. And I'm sure there's still people in town that haven't got a chance to get out and watch us. But I can promise you that when you come out and you watch how hard and how disciplined our kids played, um, like Ken said about his buddy, people want to come back and watch again. It's a, it's, a, it's a fun atmosphere on a Friday night. And, again, I think we're still just scratching the surface on what it can be. 
Yeah, I had some uh, I had some coworkers that were telling me on on Friday before we got off work. They said they were headed out. So I know they had I know they had despite the loss, they had a great time just with the the atmosphere that's been built there at Dustin High football games. Well, Philip, I, I think that'll wrap us up. Uh, before we go, I do want to remind people you can get your fans or get sorry get your tickets at GoFan.co. Get them online. That'll save you from having to uh, pay there at the gate. Get there early. Seats fill up quick. Parking spots fill up quick. And uh, if you can't make the game, or even if you can make the game, we do wish you would listen to us on 96.9 The Legend. And, Coach, we sure do thank you uh, for joining us, and we wish you all the best of luck again tomorrow night, and uh, go Wolves. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right. You have been listening to the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show on 96.9 The Legend.